Welcome to our After the Bell podcast, brought to you by Thirsty Scholars Partnership. Our podcast is here to help teachers and tutors. We will be discussing the latest issues in education and sharing top tips for use in the classroom, both face-to-face or virtually. If you work in education and looking to improve or develop your skills, then this podcast is here to help you. Welcome back to the After the Bell podcast brought to you by Thirsty Scholars Partnership. Georgie here, Director of Learning and Development for the Classroom Partnership and Connects Education as well. Last week was World Autism Acceptance Week with World Autism Day happening on the 2nd of April. Autism is a lifelong disability which affects how people communicate and interact with the world. Would you believe that one in 100 people are autistic and just over 22% of autistic people are actually in employment? Over the next few months, we will be focusing and providing free support and resources to help our teacher, tutor and wider community with better insights for our autistic community. And to highlight and support our autistic community as well, we have appointed a brand ambassador, Cameron Douglas, who's been working as an SEN teacher assistant in Swansea for around five years. Cameron works specifically with infant children who have autism. It's great to have you here with us today, Cameron, and uh, good to see that uh, you're joining us from Wales today. Can Thank I start by asking? <laughs> great to have you here. Can I start by asking what's inspired you to work as an ambassador for autism? So, um, around five years ago, I signed up with uh, educa- education staff in partnership. Um, to, to be a supply TA. Uh, I'd worked a little in schools before the WIU, um, Welsh Rugby Union, but uh, not a great deal and there was no job for me after that. So, And when I actually signed up um, during my interview, they asked me if I wanted to work, um, would I be willing to work with, with special needs units, um, children with additional learning needs. And I'd worked a little a little before with um with children with additional learning needs but not a great deal and i was a little nervous a little skeptical <laughs> to say uh to say yes but i i went for it and said yes i said i'd give it a go um i was doing bits and bobs for a while uh going to different schools mostly mainstream but uh, um working sometimes with one-to-ones and children with asd and things like that um i think it was around five years ago it was around five years ago this month, actually in April, um, I got called into Cloyd Primary School only for half a day. Um, <laughs> it was in the, the STF unit. Um, I worked there for half a day. And just as I was about to leave, the teacher asked me, um, there's a child with ASD in the ASD unit next door joining us next month. Um, so w- would you would you be willing to uh, be his number one just to try it out? And to be honest, I never, I never worked with children with autism before, and mm-hmm. I was a little nervous again to do so. Yeah. Um, but I was also too shy to say no. <laughs> so I said, "Yeah, I'll give it a go." Um, and the rest, as they say, is history. So I, I instantly fell in love with the job, instantly fell in love w- w- with these, with the children, and mm-hmm. uh, I knew that that there was something that I wanted to do and to see how far I could go there really. Um, I started off just as a TA and now I'm a, an, amb- an autism ambassador for um, yourselves and a different company as well also. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and just, yeah, just, just, yeah. I'm just loving it and enjoying it at the minute. 
Excellent, excellent. So day to day, you know, what what kind of activities do you do with the kids when you're working with them? So we've got we do, we do workstation activities. Um, so the, the the works based on their level, their ability. Um, you got you got the obvious maths, uh, numeracy work. Um, you got literacy, communication skills, all things not mainstream kids would do more more specifically aimed for ASD children. Um, you got things like sensory circuits, which we do with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got just the, the usual physical uh, DCD developmental coordination disorder um, activities to do with them to de- de- develop their physical skills. Um, and obviously you, you've got you've got the standard basic maths communication. Mm-hmm. English skills, science, yeah, um, and, and well-being activities. So okay. the, the, we cover quite a range, to be honest. Yeah, and your well-being activities. So, um, and you talked about the sensory circuits. Can you sort of give me a little image of what they look like? What what kind of is involved with those? So the the sensory circuits are mainly for to get the children's bodies and minds ready ready to work. Mm-hmm. So before they were to go to a workstation, um, there would be three three separate activities for them to uh, to get their bodies and minds ready. It'd be um, alerting, organizing, and calming. Okay. So they know. So they would know then. Red. We we do it by red work, blue work, and yellow work. So they so they they it's like a visual timeline, so they can see where they're working towards. They know that they they know now this in the routine. That if I do this this job, this job, then this job. Then I can go go and play, or I can go and do my work. Um, so it could be anything from crawling for, for the alert and activity. It could be anything from crawling or running mm-hmm. uh, to get their bodies ready. Then there could be an organising activity. So it could be so um, working with an adult, pushing a big gym ball back and forth, getting their bodies and minds ready, and then a calming 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 activity to finish, which sort of brings them back down then. Yeah. Uh, to their level, um, could be popping bubbles. It could be in a in a weighted blanket. Yeah. Um, just 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 to get their bodies and minds calm. Yeah. Back to baseline, and they're ready then to take on whatever whatever lies ahead of them. Whatever, yeah. Whatever academic piece you're going to do. And how do the kids kind of react to to those sort of sensory circuits? Do do they really enjoy them? Is it something that's really helpful? <laughs> Most of them enjoy them. Um, obviously, you get the uh, the, few, the few odd days where there's some kids who uh, don't feel like doing anything or don't feel like playing ball. No. Um, but it, I can see definitely since September they they progressed quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they're far better now. We 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 do record how well they've done um, each day with each activity, um, and you can see the, see the differences already and. Mm. How, how how they picked it up and how well they're going on and do their workstations by doing these sensory circuit activities before must be so rewarding hugely rewarding oh, uh, to see the to see the, the progress so you, you talked a little bit about your ambassador role that you're going to be doing for connects education and education staffing partnership um what kind of things do you try to do to sort of champion your role as an autism ambassador I try to put myself um, out there as much as possible. Really, I let let the school know and things like that. Um, I 
I compete in martial arts myself, and I I, I, I rep the the, the autism oh, brand. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's got some. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just I just try to um, try to put myself out there as much as possible. Try to make as as many people aware as possible of autism and the, the great things about it, really, and <sighs> how much how how it can help people and what, how what people can learn from children and people with autism yeah there's there's some great resources actually that are being developed i know um the national autistic society they've got some really good sort of tools and strategies that people can access particularly around i think even moving on to adults you know thinking about how to employ and support um uh, an employee with autism um you know we'll move on to that conversation in a moment but kind of you know the strengths that they can bring to to a work environment or a school environment are huge so um so sort of generally how what would you say it's like working with the kids with autism it's extremely rewarding mm-hmm. um and can be challenging on times but the the, the reward definitely um outweighs the challenges um, with my class in particular, because um, I work with the little ones, um, it's very busy, very hands-on, <laughs> yeah. but just as, just as enjoyable at the same time. Um, it's, it's so rewarding to see the kids that you put so much, so much time and effort into make, making progress. And sometimes even the progress, that's huge to us, huge to the staff in my class and our school and to our kids may seem like nothing to other people from outside looking in um but but they're big to us and and and, and our children mm, yeah no and huge, huge improvements yeah absolutely so have you kind of got some um team events and sports that you do with them as well are they are they competing and, and able to contribute that way so we um actually we hold the an a disability football um tournament or a okay. league uh, yeah. So we invite the schools in the surrounding area, um, some special schools, some schools just um, just the units, STFs, and we hold a uh, a football a disability football league, um, and we have had some some good some good progress and some uh, quite a few more schools come in mm-hmm. recently. Um, it's getting getting out there even more and. It's, it's, it's known to be a great success the, the other schools love the other schools love coming and it's great to see the kids get involved get yeah. involved in sport which they have limited limited accessibility sometimes yeah yeah due to their challenges yeah absolutely so um yeah if anyone wants to find out about uh the tournament then drop us a line afterwards and i'll put yes, you in touch definitely. with Cameron. um so i think that it's quite key to naturally people hear about autistic children but also there needs to be greater awareness about actually they the children grow up and they then become adults and they're you know we're all working alongside people with some levels of autism why do you think people actually think about children more than adults with autism to be honest i think i think because it is more more clear and obvious in children when noticing particular traits and characteristics of autism. Um, adults on the spectrum, they tend to uh, tend to be known as masking or camouflaging, so they're able to adjust and hide their traits 
uh, to the world better than better than children. Mm-hmm. Um, so this can give the false impression that the number of autistic children largely outweigh the number of autistic adults, um, which is actually not the case. It's just more that adults uh, tend to fly under the radar easier. Yeah, 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 I can imagine. So, I mean, I think they do, they do, um, they do say that actually 700,000 adults in uh, the UK are actually with autism. So uh, there'll be people around us uh, that actually may have a few sort of processing challenges or, um, you know, may need to be sort of have slightly different approaches to how they communicate with people. Um, so if we keep championing this, you know, it's it's fantastic that you're doing this role, Cameron. So we're hugely grateful. And I know you've been a, a bit of a celebrity on Twitter. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so in the first lockdown, uh, I wanted to make a little video for my children. Um, so we, they could, you know, we, they could see my face um, and the face of the other staff. Obviously, we've done a few little different things, but I, I wanted to, I seen a good idea, and I wanted to make a, a video of me signing along to a song. Um, the song was True Colors, which I think is very fitting. Uh, the lyrics, and I used the Macaton signing system to sign along the song. Um, I sent it to my school, so it sent to the kids. I also sent it to the National Autistic Society. I also, um, so that, that that then got around, it got quite a, quite a few shares and likes, um, and then ended up actually being shared by uh, Sir Alan Sugar himself, which was, um, which was, didn't expect that at all, but uh, very, very humbling experience. I, th- I think you're underestimating. I think it was it 76,000 people viewed your uh, your recording. So, uh, yeah, congratulations, because it's individuals like yourself that, like, you know, are raising awareness and just getting people to actually stop and think about the different challenges. You mentioned just there about the signing system. Is there is there a slightly different signing system that you can use or? So Macaton is the the main signing system mm-hmm. that's used for um, in schools for things like autism. Okay. Um, it's, it's slightly different for um, people who are deaf or hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, with the Macaton system, it, it's focused mainly on on key vocabulary um, to make it easier for the children to learn learn new words and remember remember new signs. Okay, and you've actually gone through that and learnt that as well. Uh, sort of I've just picked it up, picked up <laughs> quite a lot of it um, by working in the school five years. The teacher in my class is a is a is a Macdon specialist, so I've been lucky really to, to to pick up a lot from her. And they also we also do in the STF Macdon signing club every Wednesday after school, which is just a quick half an hour for the staff just to learn new signs to to help our kids. So it's it's just a great addition to be honest brilliant so what what we're going to do as part of um this sort of series is cameron's gonna do another twitter for us with another song so we'll leave you to I have made that. it up for you already have you and what song is it gonna be is it it's that, what, what a wonderful world what a wonderful world i'm really looking forward to seeing that so uh, we'll get that pushed out so um and help raise the profile again amazing um i think you kind of touched on on 
why it's so special to work with autistic people what what would be the sort of three key things that you think you could share about working with autistics the, the children are make it the most make it the most special obviously um working with children with autism really opened my eyes um it was completely different to what i thought it was be, thought it was going to be before before i went in there um the children they're more they're more capable and more able um than than what people believe initially mm -hmm. um due to the due to the setup of of stfs um they're, they're smaller in class sizes um so you get to work with children a lot a lot closer and you get to to create that bond with them um work with them for longer which is which is not not the case as such in um in mainstream settings mm -hmm. um they they are hyper focused on their ability to become extremely good at a specific topic or interest that has always um fascinated me and the, the no no two no two autistic children are the same uh that they have a range of different strengths and abilities uh yeah. which, which makes every day a little bit different yeah i bet i bet they keep you on your toes definitely yeah <laughs> What what kind of strengths do 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 you witness? What kind of things do you see? I see the strengths. They are their ability to learn a specific topic, very in depth, very in detail. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never quite seen anything like it before. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's quite remarkable to be honest. Sometimes their their ability to hyper focus focus in on one thing yes. is yeah. um seconds and then they can also be fast learners extremely fast learners pick things up pretty quickly um on specific things obviously where where some people might take a long time to adjust or, or learn something they can pick it up very quickly and um they are their ability to love that they, they they are capable of feeling emotion and 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 loving people and display in love me me and my me and a friend of mine in work came up with a saying um love needs no words in our class mm -hmm. even though some of them may be maybe non non-verbal um they're definitely capable of um displaying love and enjoyment and Pleasure. Think, yeah definitely yeah yeah very humbling Cameron I, I've got so much admiration for you and your role and, and I can also sense that the enjoyment that you have and pride for your uh, autistic children that you're working with I know they also sort of highlight in adults that um, some of the key strengths that you can often witness are you, autistic people tend to have an intense focus around scenarios um, they've got very very great attention to detail and and um, often can be quite considered before they respond but you can always guarantee that they'll be open and honest and uh, they'll, they'll always do the right thing so you'll get an honest answer always um, honest always yeah. honest like, sometimes honest. you don't want to hear it too honest yeah. <laughs> but their ability for creativity and thinking around outside the box as well I think you know there's, there's great sort of roles and opportunities out there for for many autistic people we just need to be able to celebrate it a bit further Definitely. um 
so what would you sort of let's just wrap up what are some of the kind of potential barriers that autistic people may may struggle with so autism is it's a social communication disorder mm -hmm. um so this uh, obviously meaning their social skills and their communication skills uh might be lacking or, or different to that of other people um so things like making eye contact might be difficult um having having simple conversations with people um because of things like social anxieties and things may be difficult um dealing with change i feel quite a lot of autistic people often find it difficult to deal with change um and that that can be quite challenging on times for them and and, and sometimes other people as well mm -hmm. um they can people with autism also have sensory issues quite a lot of them um so this makes them extremely sensitive to the, the different senses like like noise touch smells and um, different taste different tastes that uh, could affect them in different ways mm -hmm. than, that of, than that of other people so that could be quite challenging for them yeah, yeah. and i thinking about you you said about um the challenge um around sort of change and how they manage change is there any sort of typical strategies that you you recommend i mean obviously you you you're in a, a child setting but you know generically is there any strategies that you you can suggest what we use is a, a visual timeline so mm -hmm. when the kids come into class each day we have pictures cards with the words on it and it's our timeline it's one is now it's time for and then the timeline the visual timeline goes along so they can see what is coming next what is going to be next what's happening now what's going to be next and the progress throughout the whole day um so then they know what's coming they know what to expect nothing is they're not caught off guard or not uh, caught off with any change that in, in their routine so that so they know and makes them aware and i think that's um specifically for children anyway that's that that's a massive um makes a massive difference in helping them cope with change because yeah. every day the timeline could be different but at yeah. least they know from the off that this is what's what happening this is what we're going to do this is what, what's, what's expected from me yeah so i think i think it is that kind of the making sure that people are aware that they're informed and that there's sort of some plan and structure and and you stick to that structure or if you change the structure explain why you're changing that and um, particularly in an adult environment thank you so much for chatting today cameron i know you're a busy man so um and, uh, and you've got a whiz off today but i'm i look forward to hearing from you in the future and we'll have some further catch-ups around some celebrating some of the strengths of uh, people with autism that uh, we can celebrate too you can pick up the After the Bell podcast that we're released on a weekly basis and provide quick tips and discussions for our experts around all things educational. And you can listen to this on our daily commute, on our treadmill or your focus for the day. So this has been a special podcast in addition to our normal series. Um, and we'll continue having these conversations with Cameron, catch ups and stories. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing about the next tournament that you're having as well, Cameron. So thank you so much for being with us today. Um, and this has been After the Bell. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.